Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. Welcome to RCS. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And we're broadcasting live from my kitchen table. Again. It's on a lake, so we're good. It's a pretty view tonight. The fog cleared. We, we would do it on the dock, but it might float away. And it's freezing. <sighs> yes, I know. I rode the board here. <laughs> you did? I did. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. I rode, I rode the board down here. Um, and we'll see. I've got the lights working again, so we'll see. I mean, yeah, I'm... I, I know I can get home safely. Like I can only, drive you up the hill. No, I'll be fine. I'm, I can get up, I can get up the hill. It's not about that. Like, and I I got all the, the the front lights and back lights working, but it'll be interesting. So, and I brought a jacket, so we're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're still brought to you by Avance, Haggerty, Carter, Subaru, and our friends at Drivers Club, who we miss. Um, we're looking forward to get back to after they reopen back up the showroom there. Someday. No. Damn COVID. Um, and yes, we have guests coming. We will. We have uh, worked that out. We had to kind of shift everything around because uh well yeah we're, shif- cool. we're shifty like that yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah hey do you want to come to my house we used yeah, to do that much. a lot it yeah. used to work pretty well we knew come those to my house better. yeah that's what it was yeah i mean you know i've been looking back on that like in fact we're going to talk about it a little bit but we had somebody we hung out with this weekend he's like i remember sitting in your kitchen and i'm like good god has it been that long yeah yeah I, I have to say this too um because i'll forget it we were we were we're going to talk about it, but um, while we were on the the drive this this weekend, mm-hmm. and I was sitting talking to some people there, and like, I love this when this happens, I really do. And we're talking, and I don't even know what happened. We were talking, and he's and somebody goes, "Wait a minute, you're Nick," and I go, "Yeah." I'm like, "We've been talking for 15 minutes." He goes, "No, no, no, you're, you're Rain City," and I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh," and I go, and he goes, "So that would make," I go, "Yeah, that's Dan." Oh, <laughs> I was like, I know we have a face for radio, but uh, that's the way it goes. So I had somebody, um, so let's, let's start into that. Well, actually let's, let's do our, uh, Carter Subaru tip of the week. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. We got a lot of feedback on it, but it was actually pretty positive, which I was, I was expecting more pushback for some of the more generic products. But I think people understood where we were coming from. So I appreciate the feedback on it. It was great. It, you know, I think that's interesting in the fact that, you know, we posted something like two weeks ago. You posted something like yeah. two weeks ago, and we talked about our list, which caused a huge... It was a good discussion. <laughs> it was though. a great discussion. Yeah. There, were, there was things. And, you know, and I think the episode, we, it, we just sort of vocalized everything we said, which I think helped. And coming into this season, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people in the last two weeks have gone out and bought some recovery gear. Oh, and I, know like a lot that, of, so. I know a lot of people who have said they have. They've messaged me saying, hey, I got it, I got this that you guys talked about. That's I got awesome. this. I went to Mule, which we really appreciate you guys supporting small businesses right now. It, it's This lockdown sucks for them. It's like, uh, I, I, want, I can't drill that into people's heads enough. This lockdown, I understand the health side of it, but this is a killer for small businesses. Please, please, please support, support small businesses like Mule, HKP Customs, anybody like that. Just... Please support small businesses right now. It's important. I mean, you know, they can cancel Thanksgiving or Christmas, but boy, they didn't cancel Black Friday. That's weird. It is weird. That's. I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What's our Carter Subaru tip of the day? Uh, our tip of the week. Oh, the, uh, tip that of the week. Too. Uh, totally off. Uh, not off. To- on t- 
totally off topic from the things we've been talking about. I had somebody message me the other day and ask about car covers. And um, so now I know way too much about car covers. <laughs> but you could never know too much. They were looking for an outdoor car cover mm-hmm. for this time of year. And one of the things they said that they had trouble finding was that all the outdoor car covers are not waterproof. They're water resistant. And I was like, that's weird. Why is that, right? Like, hmm. you would think that would be an essential thing. Well, dug into some research. Uh, I talked to the guys at Covercraft, actually. Just sent them a quick message and actually responded. So... The reason almost nobody out there makes a true waterproof car cover, it's not like they could, they could just be a tarp that fits would be a waterproof car <laughs> cover, right? Well, but the, the reason they don't is because they mold almost instantly because you're just holding all that moisture in under the, under the car. And because the cars are metal, yeah. like they just naturally pull moisture out and you get molding like within a day. Like That's you'll get mold, mildew on the car almost instantaneously. So they're all water resistant. And some of them are very water resistant. And they'll, they breathe pretty well. And they'll push a lot of water out. But think of it like Gore-Tex. If you have a good pair of Gore-Tex shoes, they're almost waterproof. But if you push down on them really hard or press into them, that's when you're going to get um, that seep through. Well, cars, if you get them under snow or a lot of water where they have just natural crevices by the windshield and fenders, things like that, well, that can soak through. Hmm. Um so that said, uh, yeah, you don't actually really want a waterproof car cover. You'll just get a bunch of mold and mildew. You do want water resistant. Um, uh, Covercraft, Cover King, a bunch of other brands out there make some pretty good ones. What's wrong with you people? Put your cars inside. Don't you love your cars? <laughs> <laughs> right. If you don't have the space for it. Um, so they're mostly designed, though, to be like on for a night and taken off. Yeah. So for outdoor storage, man, there's really not that I have found a really great solution when it comes to a car cover. What you want is one of those like uh, tent up garages or one of those inflatable car things. Those are cool. Yeah, pretty cool stuff, but they're not cheap. And there's just no really good way to house your car covered outdoor without building one of those structures around it. I mean, I first started to learn about that uh, when uh, long before we did this when because Mark Green from Cars, yeah, he's, he's I think it's Covercraft is a big sponsor of his show. Oh, okay. And he, he had talked about it long because t- he has an E46 M3 that sits outside. Mm-hmm. I would too with that Porsche inside. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think he would talked about that too. I, I I don't know about the details of it as far as, but I did not know that. Yeah. So basically, yeah, you don't really want an actual 100% waterproof car cover. You'll just get a bunch of mold and mildew under your car. You'll ruin your seals and it, that's you never want that. Also, you got one thing to keep in mind. Go back to a few episodes. Well, not a few. Quite a few episodes back, we talked about uh, this does increase your rodent problem. Oh. By the way, if you cover a car, you've Nobody made wants the perfect little insulated space for rodents to live. So make yeah. sure you put a bunch of dryer sheets in there. Anyway, it's yeah. your Carter Super Tip of the Week. Uh, if I find a good cover, I would love to get somebody on from one of the car cover companies to talk more about it. It was kind of a cool thing to go, rabbit hole to go down. There's a lot more technology in those than I thought. Yeah, it's the one I've got for the, the, the Triumph actually was given to me by... Uh, by Shannon Lowe. Oh, um, yeah. But uh, it's it's there. It's nice. It's an inside cover, but yeah. Speaking of local business, Shannon Lowe, Authentic Motor Cars, yeah. previous guest, good guys. If you need uh, something obscure work done. So this is, I'm, we're going we're gonna to go a little bit local here and a little bit car local, and, and, and there's going to be a little bit of bragging, but I don't mean for it to be that way. So um, a while back, we had Alan, who runs uh, Forza Motorsports, Turn 10 oh, yeah. Motorsports on. And I had joked about the fact that at the time, he didn't tell me, and even though we talked about it, that... They were partnering with Lego, and when they partnered with Lego, I made this post that actually did pretty well in the fact that I had I had the Lego GT uh, Ferrari F40, and I, I held it up in front of the screen. I'm like, I finally have a car that's in a video game. <laughs> well, I, I I'm I'm not a you and I are not huge gamers. Like I can't sit in front of a game. I, I just it's not my yeah. Thing. I play casually. I'm not yeah. a hardcore gamer. But I I mean I I have all the Forzas. I have Forza Horizon and all that. Well, 
I follow them on Facebook and there was a, they, they did a teaser. It was like, it was about a week ago. And they said, uh, for singers, uh, for singers, everything is important. They, they recently, one of the car giveaways was the, the nine 11 reimagined by singer. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. Dan and I got to see this car delivered <laughs> to the owner on Pebble, on the stage at Pebble beach. So I spent some time this, uh, this last week really playing Forza Horizon for just so I could win this car. But um, it was just sort of a cool, it's, in, it's interesting in the fact that you see something and then you see it in the game. It looks better in the game, I'm not going to lie. They do a wonderful <laughs> job. But you can't see the leaded glass like you can uh, in real life. But yeah, it was kind of a neat thing. I mean, if you're, if you're, a, if you're a player, I'm, I know it's, you know, it's funny because I haven't been on that game in a long time. And going on there and going on to their marketplace, like the auction sites on there, like it's serious money. Like people are trying to sell these cars for it. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, I'm not that good at driving. So I had to just go buy it. So yeah, we'll go like that. But yeah, kind of an interesting thing. That's so, really cool though. The singer yeah. was beautiful in person. I, it's, it's cool. Just, they put it's it incredible. Yeah. I mean, you know, and you know, if you're, if you're not a gamer um, and I, I get that, but it, the, it, to be able to go into a game and see a car that looks like it's literally sitting in your living room is incredible to me. It always has been. So yeah. Yeah. Always yeah. impressive with Forza. We yeah. had another fun weekend up in the snow. Uh, a little more challenging for a lot of different reasons. <laughs> Namely because we had 22 cars to start, I think. Ended up with 18. <laughs> Did we have that many cars? Uh, wow. They sort of combined. There was that Toyota group we let pass that got stuck. Uh, that was kind of funny. They were mad because we wouldn't let them pass. We let them pass and then they caused us nothing but problems. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did all right. They just <laughs> think, uh, uh, how do we say it? They quickly got in over their heads, too, and they were well-prepared, So, but up there. Some man, of them were. Some of them were, yeah. Well, like were. our group, there were some, some of us were, and yeah. when you're in a good group of prepared people, it's fun to challenge other vehicles. So, I mean, we don't, we don't want to discourage people who aren't as well-prepared to go with people that are, because that's half the fun. In fact, we don't a, take your car off-road with street tires. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to say this. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't. I mean, we had somebody in our group that actually did it. did decently well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, one little ground spot. clearance. Yeah, yeah. The ground clearance is really the real issue there. Yeah. It wasn't really anything else. Um so we had a Explorer ST which is actually nice ride. yeah, really nice ride. Those yeah. things are great on the street. We I, I am a fan of those. I really Did like those. Did you see the interior of that car? Yeah. Like I mean, I, I, everybody's taken from Tesla, but now we've just got the, the giant tablets in the middle. It's really like and the funny thing about it, I talked to him. He was not a Ford guy. And in the last like year, he bought that, and he bought a GT350. So he's really he's going full Ford. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's a nice car. They're fast on the street too. Yeah. But to, and it did you know reasonably well because uh, I guess this could be another. We've talked about this, so it's not really a tip of the week. But uh, all wheel drive does really well on ice, better than four wheel drive. Um, all wheel drive is just usually better at containing traction on ice, not deep snow, not off road, just in ice. And so he did really well on the way up because we had enough cars in front kind of scraping the road down so he could get clearance. And we were the, we were the sec- like, technically first, second group to go up there that, that morning. Yeah. So. And so we, we went up, um, what's the name of that road? It's off of... Uh, it's not Tin Camp. No, it's, it's, it's across the street from Beckler up by Sky Comish. It starts um, with a T, I think. Yeah, I doesn't it? Okay. Yeah, it's Tonga Ridge. Tonga, 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 yeah, Ridge, Tonga Ridge. Yeah. But yeah. Um, luckily, we had Brandon Ben Powell, who's a previous guest on the show with the Pinsgower, which uh, you Instagram fans might know as Sarpins. <laughs> Very popular vehicle all over the place, not just here. Great rescue vehicle. Yep. Yeah, and uh, we we weren't worried about getting stuck. Let's just put it that way. A few of us did, and that was fine. Um, thanks, Brian. Uh, <laughs> well, um, okay. So I got stuck. Well, let's just get that out there right now. Um, Real stuck. Real <laughs> well. Some was Brian's fault. Some was my fault. Um, 
we had we had we had stopped at the bottom of this little thing. We were going to go up a little bit. A bunch of us had kind of decided to go down. Some of us were going to go up, and we and I went up, and I was up there playing around on this hill, which was funny to me because it wasn't icy when I went up there, and and I don't I don't. Did you ever actually go up that road? At it all? did. Okay, and I backed down like probably. Three quarters of a mile. Okay. Well, then you got to see all the stuff I was cutting down. There was a bunch of stuff that was over overhanging the yeah. road, and I'm just like, it was touching my car, so I knew it was. So I was screw- we were screwing around up there having fun, and there was another another couple of gentlemen up there, and I came around a corner, and all the the Toyota guys that had been in front of us that had gotten in front of us were massively stuck, and to the point where they were they had flipped a vehicle around, and they were trying to pull one out of the ditch, and it was causing a bunch of issues, and so which caused a whole you know, uh, domino effect of us trying to get out of there and turn around. And I was the, kind of the last car to turn around. And I thought, you know, I had, I had a Brian turned around behind me, the the Jeep turned around behind me, the other Colorado, and they had made a nice turnaround area. And I thought in typical Nick fashion, I'm just going to back down slowly and I'm going to back my end back rear end to where they back, they turned around and I'm going to J turn it. Right. Well, yeah. I J turned it right into the snowbank, <laughs> and then I'm sitting there taking direction from Brian. He goes, he goes, go straight. And I'm like, I don't think I can go straight. Just go straight. You're fine. Just way into the. I mean, and I got so stuck. If you haven't seen the video, that <laughs> I was literally pulling the Penzgauer up the hill as he was trying to pull me yeah. out. So the Subaru turned into a giant snow anchor. Oh God, it was yes, really entertaining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was. I mean, it was a. It's. We say this all the time that we. I. I we. I, we don't say it, but. It, it's kind of the thing that happens. We go up in the hills to rescue people. Yeah. Because we know it's going to happen. It's half the fun. I will say this. I wouldn't go up there for the next few weeks because everybody's up there getting Christmas trees. And uh, it was a S show. Yeah. We, we passed f- probably 40 cars going down. Yes. That's not an exaggeration. No. Not at all. We passed literally probably 40 cars. And in fact, at one point we had to pass about 15 at once, which if you're trying to manage a group of 18 vehicles is what we ended up with going down and you have another 15 coming up, you can imagine what a single-lane, snow-covered road where you can't pull off to the side is like. <laughs> and, and that also being said, I don't, I don't get that in the fact that like, we were coming, we had planned to be out of there by 3. We were coming down at like 4.30. It was getting dark, and they were oh, coming yeah. up. Yeah. And all of them were, uh, the best word I'm going to use is well-lubricated at the time. Yeah, and some of drive. them, some of the, and I want to say this too, because Brandon Ben Powell brought it up to him. If you're stuck and then all you're doing is basically tearing up the environment. And yeah, just don't. Don't. Stop it. You will get things closed down. There was a gentleman up there who has... We were admiring. It's a really, it was a really cool rig. It was a rig. cool rig. It had no body panels. But he got in a ditch with 40, 40s... 40s? Yeah, 40-plus 40 inch tires on double beadlocks. With no, with no traction on him. And he had gotten stuck in the ditch and had torn it up to the point where he had really torn up the hillside. He's ripping through roots and trees. And which, yeah. like... You know, off-roading's fun, but like that's how you get stuff shut down. It's yeah. not just the littering and stuff like that. It's when it's when you damage the environment around the road. That, that that'll put a gate on a road. And yeah, like I'm all about having fun. I hope people. I mean, people have been out with us. No, we'd love to have a good time. We like to recover people. It's fun to go up there. But man, don't mess up the environment. Like especially here of all states, like, you know, of, of all the states. I mean, maybe Oregon's worse. I don't know. But we, we need our places maybe, to get the hell out of the house right now. Right. Up in the so mountains. Yeah. We don't have a lot of off-roading left, yeah. and this is exactly what gets roads shut down. So I, I please, actually, please, please, please don't do that. When we started this, I didn't intend to talk about that, but I, I think it's important. Yeah. You know, you just really got to, one, don't go up there alone. <laughs> Two, if you're going to go up there and you get stuck, you know, there, there, this car that had been blowing up the ditch was doing it to have fun. I mean, and he, there was four cars around him that had a wench that he could have gotten out of. And so yeah. it was just, it was just pointless. But, um, if you've never been up there, it's a really fun, it's a really fun, pretty road. I mean, we went a lot farther than we'd ever been before. I mm-hmm. went up there with Brandon or with Brian uh, about a year ago and, yeah. and we didn't get that far at all, but it was, it was a lot of fun up there. 
Yeah, it's really, just really pretty up there, too. You get up to those ridges. You can see all over the valley. It's beautiful up there. This is on the way up to Stevens Pass, by the way. So Yeah, basically, when you pass Skycomish, that, that Chevron, and you go up about another mile, mm-hmm. there's there's Beckler on, on the left-hand side if you're heading east, yeah. and, then, and then about another half a mile is... Is keep whatever road that is that goes to Tonga Ridge. Tonga Ridge. It's Tonga. It's Tonga. Ro- oh, it's not. You're right. It's it's Sky Ridge Road or something. Something like that. Like that yeah. yeah. So, but it's a lot of fun up there. But be prepared that it is icy. It's icy, and I mean the ruts right now are to the point where like coming down, I didn't need to steer the car. My my Subaru, yeah. even with the like, <laughs> ten inches of ground clearance, nine and a half that I've got, it it was bouncing around. So and there's me just clearing the sides with my fat truck. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually interesting following the Raptor down because I, all the snow adventures in the Raptor, I've been with you. And watching that car kind of go down there and, and like, it, there are places where I w- my, my back end would swing around and yours would just sort of push through the snow. It yeah. was just so much more weight. So A lot of weight up front and really wide tires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This is a good time for our first break. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And that's the third time I got frostbite. <laughs> so, uh, had nothing squat to do with so much when you pee. Well, since look, <laughs> I'm top heavy. Okay, we all know that. So, it. Uh, speaking of that, like, like up there, like the, the, we were on like sh- there were sheer cliffs on both sides. Like it was. Like, yeah, I had to do the uh, whole like open your back door, open your front door kind of thing to create my own stall. Yep. <laughs> so, um, it uh, it was it's it's fun. It's I think I think. These adventures wouldn't be as fun. They, they are fun, but I don't know if they'd be as fun if, like, the fact that we weren't kind of sort of confined at home. Like, any chance to get out of the house and get out yes. there. And I mean, I was really surprised that some of the some of the views we we saw and some of the pictures. I'd never been up there, but it was just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, we got a shout out to Mike Gatch photography. Photography. Um, How is he not frozen? I don't know. So he's that's spent, the most like dedicated photographer in the world. He spent like <laughs> maybe a, a, we went up. We were on the trail at probably ten. Mm-hmm. We didn't come out till probably five. Yeah, and he spent most of the time in jeans in a snowbank taking photos or in the back of a truck. I don't know. I don't know how he's not frozen. I don't know. I know he grew. He, he lives in the Midwest. Indiana. Jeez, yeah. Like God, man. I don't. <laughs> photographer popsicle. Yeah. So, yeah. We had a lot of new drivers with us too. Uh, I wouldn't say new drivers, new to off-roading, um, yeah. new to snow off-roading, um, yeah. and it's uh, it's a different game. There's a lot of people that realize real quickly that they said for themselves that they ran over their heads, but I'm like, no, that's how you get practice doing this. Like nobody there was a real problem. I, I want to encourage people to just, it's okay, <laughs> it's okay to be new. We've all been there. Please, just you had plenty of people around you that wanted you to be there. Everybody who wants to go find a group uh, like ours, there's plenty of them around. People are always asking on Avance Off Road, saying, "Hey, anybody want to go here? Anybody want to go here?" And just say yes if you're new. See what see what uh, recovery gear you've got. Go up, get stuck, get out. It's half the fun. That Forerunner was nice. That's yeah, pretty. She's learning and she's doing good. Yeah, she's doing great. She, but that that's a really nice build she built there. So yeah, yeah. we had uh, Amanda and Juan in their black. Uh, they just got a Grand Cherokee. They just put new tires on, and they that was their first adventure in oh, snow yeah. off-road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had okay. a bunch of new people that had really hadn't done it before, so it was really fun to have new people get up, and nobody had any real problems. I mean, we like I said, they had the one Explorer ST that got stuck, but... I don't think we... I mean... That was minus it. us, the, those of us that got purposely kind of stuck up top. I mean, but... Yeah, it was a pretty extreme situation. Yeah. That, that I, I, yeah, we did. It was, it was a really... 
Just fun day. Really good day. I'll it tell you really what, though. I will never mock anybody who brings a grill along to one of those things ever again. <laughs> it is so <laughs> funny because I went, so I went, uh, was it last, was it Friday or, was it Friday or, or, or day before? I went and bought new hiking boots because I didn't have them. Yeah. I was, I was, and I was down at REI and I was, REI's got these whole new things. So the, up there, the stairs, are, one stair up, it's, it's a whole thing. And I didn't, the stairs coming, going down were closed or whatever. And so I was downstairs and I was looking at the, the classic green Coleman yeah. two burner stove. And I'm like, boy, that'd be fun. I, you know, maybe I should get one. And like, and I was seriously thinking about that. I'm like, oh no, I don't know. I don't need it right now. But then like we got up there and you, you came over the and you're like, I need to get a grill. And I'm like, and when we, it turned into this whole, like maybe Amazon will drone it to us. And, yep. uh, <laughs> but really it would be really nice. Like even have the single burner. Yeah. We were up there for probably a good hour waiting for people to get unstuck and just kind of laughing and having a good time talking to each other. And I was like, man, if I had a grill and like a pack of Costco dogs, yep. everybody would be way happier up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's the next, that's the next thing on my list is I'm going to get, I think I'm going to get the green grill. I, I she found it on Amazon really cheap, and I'm going to find the. Um, uh, I, I uh, brought this this Coleman stackable ice ice chest. They're, they're mm-hmm. and they're old. It's old school, but um, a friend of mine gave it to me, and so and it was kind of nice. It was perfect size, you know. So it's gotten to the point where I think I have the recovery gear I need, or I'm, you know, I'm with the right people that. It's time to start feeding me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep, we're gonna be. I got a whole bunch of gear to get this week, this weekend. Hopefully. Oh, that's so right. I got to get it. Um, yeah, it's going to be a game changer with the Raptor. You going to go down and back in a day? Yeah. Nice. Yep. Nice. So cool. I had a friend help me out, so I'm going to get to a ton of new gear on the Raptor so we can do some real, real off-road stuff, which is where we get the Raptor very stuck. Yeah, because the, the Raptor's just had so many issues that it's... Um, <laughs> That's actually what I'm worried about, though. Kind of like the Pinscower and the other vehicles, the Raptor does exceptional in snow, way better than I think anybody expected. And I'm. it's one of those things where if that thing gets really stuck, you're going to be really stuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, so it's tall enough you can get under it. Okay, when we stopped the first time, when I was parked up on the side up mm-hmm. there, and Brian took off, and he instantly buried it in the ditch. What? The, how he was just I, playing around. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, well, how did that happen? Like, he was just uh, so oh. yeah. That's half. You know, like we said before, half the fun. He was. We had a, <laughs> Brian Elish was leaving, leading, and yeah. you know, Brian from a previous episode. He works at uh, uh, Lee Johnson Chevrolet. Um, great guy. He get a new toy this week, maybe. Yes. Okay. He did. I His C8 should have oh. been here. I'm going to say he's telling everybody so I can say it. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. if he was telling. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, uh, he should have his new C8 Corvette. That'll be a good topic to discuss. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was playing. He was the one leading the drive. Did a great job. Thanks for playing that again, Brian. <laughs> intentionally got, well, not intentionally, but he was trying to see how deep he'd get in the snow. Oh, okay. Which required a little bit of a yank backwards with the uh, with the Raptor. But no big deal. It was fun. I didn't know what happened because we were all getting ready to go. And all of a sudden he goes, oh, Brian's in a ditch. And I'm like, how did he get, like, he's 15 <laughs> feet from us. How did he get in the ditch already? So, okay. He just took off and okay. tried to see how deep in the snow he could go and just Quick Too deep. Okay. Yeah. He quickly found out this is a lot slicker than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, there's a lot of really good places that are up here. Um, and I will say this, like two weekends ago, I went over to Leavenworth and it was a lot of fun. And they, the Leavenworth, I mean, if you're looking for a drive, I mean, you can take I-90 over and then go over 97. 97. Yeah. Leavenworth right now is really hopping. Yeah. All the restaurants, they've closed down that main drag where you usually park and all the restaurants have their outdoor seating and stuff like that. So it's, I mean, if you're looking for something to yeah, do. Yeah, if you're in a tent, up, you can't get COVID. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little confused on how you actually do get COVID, but okay. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> You're going to turn this into a political show. Cause I'm like, no, I just, just like my snide me. comments yeah, I know. on the side there. You know, my biggest problem is like, I, I tend to, and uh, Sean and I were talking about that, like, I tend to get out of the car and I, like, I was going to home, I went and got a Christmas tree yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to go everywhere, by the way, which is 
tough. It's so tough being me. Um, and I kept getting out of my car and forgetting my mask. And like three people were like, you need your mask. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm, I'm in the middle of a field full of Christmas trees. Come on. Like, <laughs> don't cuddle me. You'll I know, exactly. Don't cuddle me. But I don't know why all of a sudden I'm having this, these brain farts about my mask. But yeah. So uh, I'm, st- I'm still not used to it. I was trying to have one with me that I have like a backup one in the truck because I forget it in my pocket, switch sweatshirts or something. But yeah. <laughs> I forgot it in Home Depot and they have ones that you can, they'll give you at the door. Yeah. They don't. They, they don't fit around my head. <laughs> like, literally, my face was like, oh, my, this is fun. Oh, this is a great that. But, yeah, so, I uh, don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of our last episode, though, before we move on, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, so I made a page on Rain City Supercars. If you go to raincitysupercars.com, you'll see a little, uh, there's a new header and a new page for the off-road gear list. So you can go up there, and as we go along, try out new gear. We got some new video gear. Um, we're going to start doing that, so we can do some gear reviews. I also want to say, if you have some gear that you're using that we, mm-hmm. that's on our list that you like, yeah, please tell, tell us about us. it. Yeah, tell us about it. Because if it's something that, you know, you know, we, we can go out and try or we try your gear, like, you know, we, we try not to, we don't put our name on these things, but it's stuff that we use. This is, this is, we're yep. not sponsored by these people, so. Yep. Yeah, and I am a consumer whore, so yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's too easy. That's yeah, way no. too easy. <laughs> yeah, we're and um, we're going to, we're, we're actually going, we've been talking about this. There's, there are some bigger announcements that are coming up yet that, that hasn't been quite quite pinned yet, but we're going to start to do some um, videos. We're going to try. We're going to start doing some smaller videos and things like that. Some uh, definitely some videos of our drives and things we do. But um, we want to do one coming up with a buddy of ours about a about a car build, and we think it would be kind of fun to go online and, and do the configurator and kind of go from there. So we'll yep. see. That'll be fun. Did you catch? Uh, no, you didn't catch it, but you saw the highlights from the Formula One Bahrain race, right? Oh. This girl is on fire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've watched that. If you haven't watched it, go back and watch the. I don't know if the race actually finished. This was at the it was start. red flagged. Uh, no, I think Hamilton won the actual race. Yeah, but it was uh, Grosjean crashed very like lap one of the race, full tank of fuel. Um, he got clipped by another car and then straight into a barricade. Which, if you watch the video, I think his steering his steering snapped because his wheels are going straight yeah. and he's full locked to the left. So yeah, Romain Grosjean, um, he hails the halo as the greatest thing in F one, says CNN. And uh, after seeing that crash, yeah, that probably saved his life. But if you actually listen to what he said, he was not a fan of that halo no, when he it first came out. So and you talk like, about a convert. I am wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, if if you look at the car, it was split in half and on fire. But uh, they were pulling him out of the car. He was jumping over the rail, which I was glad to see. And and they were dousing him with fire extinguishers. And I'm like, I'm like, the dude. I can tell you, the dude's not on fire. Uh, he came away with um, minor to moderate burns. I guess is what he ended up with. His hands actually burnt the most. He was wearing, you know, obviously all their gears flame retardant. But yeah, you should. Just look up Formula One Bahrain crash, and it will be across everything. It was on every news channel, whether you liked Formula One or not. So it was pretty hard to miss. But man, I'm just glad. I can't believe he came out okay. Like it, it looks just devastating to look at. You look at the crash. Like, and I was talking about this too with Dan. Like, I've always looked back on on Dale Earnhardt's crash, and I've always yeah. thought it didn't look like it was a hard enough impact to kill him. You know, you, you, it's these crashes. Yeah. Like, you look at this crash and you go, like you can't even see. Like, so the the cap, his his capsule with the halo device detached from the car, and because of the flames and everything, you can't see where it in, it ends. And and actually in the film that they show of the rescue people coming in, he's jumping over the barricade through flames to come mm-hmm. to them. 
So I will be really interested to see. I'm sure we'll get more photos of the car um, as as the days progress, but it's pretty impressive when you think about it. Yeah, it's an amazing crash. I'm just glad he's alive. I mean, it mm-hmm. looks like it, looking at the. I still can't believe like just looking at the photos right now. I can't believe he's alive. Like yeah. it's just there's so much fire, and he literally walks through it in his flame retardant suit. Thank God for safety because. Man, even 10 years ago, you would have been toast. Well, we've talked about that Halo device before. And, and yeah. I, I think, again, I'll never fit in an F1 car, so I won't really <laughs> know. But uh, I want, uh, some people have said, I, I wonder if it just kind of goes away in your field of vision. Yeah, I think it's like windshield wipers. So? Eventually, you just kind of like phase it out. It's just you're in the car so much, you're used to looking at it. So oh, it's just sleep. Yeah, it just becomes something not inconsequential. But, man, glad he made it. Speaking of seeing, how, did you have trouble seeing when we were coming back through Monroe and all that on uh, Saturday? Yeah, that was like thick, thick fog. fog. Yeah. Thick fog. Like I was driving back. We I went, we went back through Duval and stuff like that. And I had my I had my full light bars on and was still having trouble seeing. So yeah, it was it's getting it's getting wintry out there. Speaking of which, I went for the uh, I ended up washing my car here by the way because every other car wash was either cash or closed. So after after we go off roading, it's kind of like a, just in the best interest of the vehicle, I go wash it off afterwards. I don't give it like a full wash. I just go to a, a, a car wash and I spray it off, get all the excess uh, dirt and sand, especially when you're up there. It's a bunch of sand God. off the car. Yeah. So, but one of the things I did before I, before I went up is I washed the truck. I actually did get it clean. And then I sprayed the whole thing down with the Griot's three in one ceramic cleaner wax. Yeah. Um, this that helped amazingly. Okay. I haven't washed it since. Oh, okay. I literally just sprayed it off. I did the whole truck with that stuff, and the only, there's only a few spots where I could tell I missed, but the rest <laughs> is like clean enough to where it looks like I didn't even take it off road. It that, literally just sprayed it off. I can't believe how well it worked. That technology is so cool. I mean, you, you guys, you, you guys all know we're a fan of Grios. We've used it for a long time, but that product is really cool. And I think, and I, in fact, actually watching we, you and I were watching Nick's video a couple weeks ago. I think they're coming out with that a bunch of other products with mm-hmm. the so that'll be kind of interesting. Ceramic but, everything. Interesting. So how many bottles did it take to cover that whole truck? Actually, not many. I just <laughs> gave it like, uh, I mean, because I was going off road, I wasn't like oh, I doing like the full thing. But I mean, I just gave it a quick spray down each side and then um, the hood and stuff over the paint protection. But mm-hmm. it worked so well. I'm like, I'm doing that every time. That was way easier cleanup than before. Oh, good. My car's really dirty. I have to come down and clean it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we, we, we do from time to time go blow it off. Like I said, I just couldn't. I, I was We were coming back that night. I was going to go blow my car off, and I just, it was, I could not oh, believe yeah. how dirty it was when I got home. Like, we were cleaning it out. I'm like, jeez. Well, the road we chose to air back up on, <laughs> it yeah. could have been in a dirtier spot. No. Ever. It really couldn't have been. But And it, I find it funny because then we drove, like, what, a quarter of a mile down the road, and it became pavement. So, yeah. Good to know. Yeah, um, so that's a shorter episode today. We've got uh, we're back to our guests and everything else coming up for the next few weeks. Kind of getting back into the rhythm of things as we adjusted to the COVID lockdown and the fact that we didn't want to be in a small room with somebody we didn't know. <laughs> so well, I don't have a problem with it. It's just you know, yeah, other people do. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, we've got. I mean, the next two weeks should be good if if everything plays out the way it should be. Yeah. We, next two, next well, next three weeks should three be weeks, really yeah. good. Should be really good. Uh, good shows. Kind of getting back to it uh, as always. You know, if you're interested, you've got a story you think you'd like to be like to be yeah. a guest. Tell, call us. You know, we're always open to that. Uh, we know it's tough right now. Like we've been sort of delaying guests because of COVID. It's been tough. So, yep. You know, uh, the only thing I've got to add: the Avance calendar. So far, the 19th is still on. I don't think that'll be a go. Um, he hasn't canceled it officially yet. What is what is the 19th? The off road. Oh, that's off-road. right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So we have our monthly off road events, which oh, we're the all December. That's right. Tomorrow's December. I well, know. No, right? I mean. 
It's already December when you hear this. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so all the other events have obviously been postponed due to COVID because they mm-hmm. can't have a group event. Um, so, But the online club is more active than ever. There's drives happening. It feels like every day off-road and on the street on that. On that. It's, it's very interesting. I, a, a lot of the off-road community, like that, that Washington State off-road uh off-road or overlanders has been huge is blown up i mean avance off-road all these things people are really talking and there's a lot of groups there's a lot of check into these groups especially avance off-road people are doing drives all the time yeah they really are it's funny because like and 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 i think it's a, it's a blessing but when when dan and i go do drives like this was brian's drive this weekend yeah <laughs> Ken, how many people have messaged me afterwards like why didn't you invite me and thanks I'm like, for the invite i'm like wasn't my I drive <laughs> yeah i was laughing <laughs> I wanted to send Brian a message because somebody sent you a thing afterwards. You're like, thanks for the drive, Dan. You're like, it wasn't mine. I want to send it to Brian and be like, welcome to my world. Dan's podcast, Dan's drive. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that was a really fun event, though. I can't thank Brian and uh, Brandon enough, though. Like, I'll tell you what, when you want to clear a trail, there's not a lot better than a giant search and rescue vehicle with red or with yellow flashing lights and loud uh, emergency horns and a PA system. I want those lights. Uh huh. (laughs) That was one of those things where I was like, I never thought I would have use for those. I really want those. It makes a lot of sense. Like, as much as I I love my front lights, the, the LEDs or the light bars, you blind the person in front of you. But like his, he has. Basically, safety flashers, but it makes it really easy for people coming up the trail to kind of see that something's coming. Yeah, so and it lets them know to get out of the way if you're coming down. Which, um, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm like I said, my lights are going to be installed on the front on the lowers. I'm going to get the pods for the rafter down you're, below. You're going to do those pods? Yeah, just because it's the most functional place for them. But yeah. I'm also going to do the grill one, and I'm thinking the grill one is instead of going for a light bar for visibility, the, there's you can hide one behind the grill. No, yeah, we uh, Clark's got one. Like yeah, Clark's that. got yeah. one on his. But I didn't know what the intercooler, moving the intercooler, if we could, if that can still yep. be there. Uh, okay. HKP says they can build me a bracket that'll just move it up and high and tight. I know for a fact they can build you a bracket because they built me several brackets. So. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to have them do one, but I don't think I'm going to go with the spotlight. I'm going to go with the, the orange or the yellow strobes. I'm yeah. going to go with the safety lights. They're just for that purpose. They're way more functional and considering where we go all the time. Yeah. I finally, I was like, you know what? I kind of was like, that seems overkill. Not for Brandon because he's search and rescue, but for another vehicle, you know, I was like, nope. That's not impractical at all. That actually I don't is a really purpose. I think it's it's it would be really nice. Like when we were on the side of the road airing up and he had them on, mm-hmm. it made it even with everybody's headlights and all that, it was it it makes it real nice. Especially something rear facing. We should look at uh, H, mm-hmm. we should ask him about something rear facing for years. So yeah. Yep. I got the, the retracts on the way and I might do a rear bumper um for the attack angle, which I'm talking about, but mainly because now I can hide lights on there. I'm like mm. <laughs> well, also, you, we can, I mean, depending on, I, I know you've got a rack for the bed. We, we, yep. we can hide, we, they can hide lights up there. Yeah, we. We can too. <laughs> we can hide lights up there too, so. Yeah. yeah, that's actually a really good idea. I didn't think about the, duh, the rack is the highest point, so that yeah. makes sense. You know, up high where people can see them. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. a good idea. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, uh, you know, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.